My name is Leanne, and I went through Heather's group coaching. It has changed my life, honestly. I was in a very dark place, consumed with thoughts of what I look like, what my clothes look like, what food to eat. I was obsessed. It it consumed me. And after having coaching with Heather, I realized the idol that it was in my life, how I had put that before God, and so many other things. It didn't just change the way I saw myself in the mirror. It changed how Jesus was a part of my life. I've always been Christian. It's always been important, but it's so much more front and center now because I was able to see all those other idols and the questions and the readings and the sermons through the group coaching was amazing. The one-on-one with Heather and then the group of ladies that I'm still friends with. My life has been forever changed through it and I am eternally grateful for having gone through the program. Hey friends, thanks so much for listening to the Compare To Show. This is Heather Creekmore. Leanne, thanks for that powerful testimony once again. If you heard Leanne's words and you're like, I need coaching, how do I get into that? Help, that's what I need. I want that kind of story. Let me tell you right now, I may or may not have spaces left in my fall group. I'm recording this a couple weeks before you're going to hear it air. So reach out to me, Heather at compareddohu.me, and just say, ask me if there's spaces left because I would love to squeeze you into a group if there is room. I know this can change your life. I'm confident of that. So if you're interested in getting a grip on body image freedom, let's work together. Today we're talking about the end of summer blues. Hey, if you feel a little discouraged at the end of a season, I feel you. I'm right there with you. So we're going to tackle the end of summer blues and all that goes with our chronic disappointment disorder. Here we go. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. We are talking about end of summer blues. And if you're like, how does this relate to body image? Let me just tell you something I have observed from working with clients over the last several years. And that is those of us who struggle with body image issues also struggle with perfection and idealism. And we have a disease. It's not a real disease, (laughs) but it's a disease that I call CDD, chronic disappointment disorder. Yes, many of us, I'm not going to say all, but many of us who struggle with body image and related issues, comparison, 
oh, it's never enough. We want the best. We have high expectations. We have this fantasy in our brain of what holidays and vacations and summer will be like. And then as it starts to come to a close, we start to go internally a little berserk. We get sad. We get stressed. We wonder what we can do to have all the fun before it ends. What can we do to make enough memories before it ends? And then we start living revisionist history <laughs> in a way. We're like, oh, I should have done this. We should have done this. Why didn't we do this? How did summer get away from me so quickly? And we feel sad. Is it just me? Oh, friend, I am struggling. That's why I'm doing this show. I had COVID last week again. And so we did nothing last week. And I feel time slipping away from me. My oldest is going to be a sophomore in high school this year. My youngest just turned 11. And I feel feel the time going so fast. If you've got younger kids, I know you're tired of hearing people tell you the days are long, but the years are short. I know you're tired of hearing people tell you it goes so fast. Oh, but friend, it goes so fast. <sighs> and every summer feels more precious. I'm running out of them. <laughs> And so this week I have been struggling with, oh no, another summer is coming to a close very quickly. Oh, did we do enough? Did we make enough memories? You know, what, what should I have done to make summer more meaningful? And I think part of what happens for me at least is I go into things with high expectations, right? I, I idealize who I'm going to be in these certain occasions. It happens at Christmas too. In fact, I almost did this episode last year, at the last week of December, because I had the same kind of crash after the holidays were over. It's like, oh, it's over. And then I feel kind of let down. And I wonder if I did enough, if we made enough memories. The same happened to me this summer. Uh, and this idealized version of myself is this mom who makes summer magic, okay? Like, she is just fun mom. And, you know, we're going to the pool on a whim. And we're stopping for ice cream. And we're just doing all these fun summer things. And, oh, I'm just such a fun mom. But the reality is, <laughs> I have four children. Stopping for ice cream costs $25, <laughs> okay? We're not doing that every day. We're barely, you know, once a month is a good opportunity for that, right? My kids don't like to go to the pool as often as I would want to go to the pool. They get bored unless we can take their friends. And I try to do special some things sometimes. And one person's always complaining because they'd rather stay home and play video games. And the truth is, day to day, living in the day to day, it's much easier for me to just be me than it is for me to live like this idealized summer super mom. And then when I don't meet my ideals, 
guess what comes in? The guilt and the shame and the should haves, right? Oh, you should have done this. You should have done this. You should have done this. Why didn't you do this? And, and maybe you've had this happen, like even on vacation, right? Where you go into vacation and you're just like, oh, it's going to be so great. Family memories. Oh, we're just going to be bonded together and everyone's going to be singing Kumbaya at the beach. And instead you get to the beach and, you know, two kids are upset because there's sand and two kids are upset because it's hot and <laughs> it's not fun at all because there's jellyfish or whatever the case may be. And you're frustrated. You're like, no. No, it wasn't supposed to be like this. This was supposed to be this magical time and it doesn't feel magical. That's the way I feel at the end of summer sometimes. Most most times, most years. So friend, today I ask you, do you have a bit of the end of summer blues? And if you do, I'm preaching to myself here too. Let me just give you a little encouragement. Encouragement number one. Okay, chronic disappointment disorder only happens because we are looking for life. We are looking for life in things and experiences instead of where life is really found, which is in Jesus, right? Our experiences will never be enough to satisfy us. Now hear me, we can have some great times. You can have a fantastic vacation. I hope you did. I hope you had a fantastic summer and you're like, I don't know why anyone would have the end of summer blues other than it's over. (laughs) But we will always be disappointed if we are looking to experiences to give us life, right? And the reason why I think I struggled with chronic disappointment disorder so much is because it was, it was life, but it was also identity. Like I felt like the kind of mom I was on vacation or the experiences I created for my kids or the experiences I could create, the kind of mom I could be on this over the summer was an identity that I wanted to realize an identity that I wanted to actualize. I wanted to be this kind of person. And then I kind of slumped back into, I guess I'm not really that kind of person. I guess I'm not really all that fun. And it affects my identity, which is so silly friends, but we do this with body image stuff too, right? Like we think we want a thinner identity or a more beautiful identity, right? Or an identity maybe as a married woman or as a mom. We think these identities will save us, but they won't. The only identity that will save us is the identity that is secure in Jesus Christ. My hope cannot be in having a great vacation. My hope has to be in Jesus. (laughs) And I know to some of you that might sound a little dissonant, right? Like, oh, those are two different things, Heather. But I think if you dig in a little bit more, they're more related than we expect that they are. Because every time I struggle with disappointment, I am focused on the wrong thing. I am focused on what is happening to me or not happening to me or what I am doing or not doing to make myself happy. And friends, that's ultimately a road to nowhere. 
the most joy I'll experience in this life is when I am putting that kind of energy and focus into what can I do to make my savior happy? What can I do to do what he told me to do, which is to love others well? How can I put more focus into loving these people around me well? That's when I'm going to find joy. And so as we come to the end of summer, if you're feeling sad, I have more encouragement for you. First of all, we don't have to think so linearly. Let me explain that a little bit. I think a lot of us go from from experience to experience or milestone to milestone, thinking the next milestone I'll be happy at, the next milestone I'll, I'll master it, the next milestone then life will be better right? And summer can so easily be that milestone that we set up for ourselves through the winter and the spring. Like, if I can just make it to summer, oh, then everything's going to be awesome. Summer, summer, how can it not be great? And then summer comes and summer ends and we kind of still feel the same. Well, the truth is that is because we are the same. Life is not linear. Life is more like drawing large circles, We keep traveling, but we kind of circle back and then we kind of veer off to the side and veer up and down and all around, right? Life is not going from one experience to the next. In fact, scripture tells us to number our days, to count our days. And I think that's an interesting admonishment, right? Because my natural tendency is to count from holiday to holiday (laughs) or, or fun time to fun time, right? But if we number our days, we can recognize that every day that God gives us is a gift. And even if it's not spent doing what we thought we needed to do to make it wonderful and miraculous for our family, it is still a gift. Even if you are on Instagram, like I have been at the end of the summer, and you're watching other people on these amazing vacations, and you're thinking, oh, my summer's over, I'm not going to get to do that. And oh, I can't travel there. And oh, I wish I could afford to go there. And all these comparative thoughts that drag you down, right? Remember that life is not linear. Every day is a gift. The next big thing isn't going to make you any happier than you are today. Just doing life normal at home, (laughs) just living a regular day can be just as meaningful if you are grateful as going on a fabulous vacation. The other thing about expectations, and I talk about this in my book, The Burden of Better, where I talk all about CDD, chronic disappointment disorder, and all of my various struggles with it. But the thing about expectations is they reveal our idols. Yeah, there's that word again. It's been a whole episode since you've heard it, I'm sure. But like I was saying earlier about what we put our hope in, right, that reveals an idol. But our expectations reveal idols as well. If I am just so focused on me and my experience of summer and how was my vacation and what did I think of my vacation and did my vacation meet all of my expectations, like that kind of reveals some idolatry around the concept of vacation. 
And I think it's interesting. So I talked about this a little bit in my intuitive eating coaching call, and I believe it was the episode that aired in June where Charlie and Aaron and I talk about how vacation can just be super important for those of us who struggle with body image and food because vacation is kind of our heaven. It's our time when we can just be free with food. We're off the diet and we can just do all the things and we really idolize the experience and the freedom of being able to go away on vacation. And so when summer ends, no more opportunities for freedom, no more heaven, no, no more at whatever words you would use to capture just how grand these times can be. And it's hard But friends, our idols are always going to disappoint us. That's a problem with idols. They always let us down. If not on the spot, they let us down later. And I think that's what happens to me at the end of summer. I'm just let down. I feel like the fun has ended. And then I'm tempted to try to live not in the present, but live in the future. Like when's the next fun coming? And for me, that's the holiday season, right? Yay. Okay. Only a couple months. Can I just grin and bear it through September and October until I can get back to fun again? But that's no way to live either. Like I mentioned before, Bible tells us to number our days. We can't just live from big event to big event and we miss way too much. So if you, like me, are struggling a bit with the end of summer blues, let me encourage you with a couple really practical things that you can do today. First is keep getting outside. Now that might sound way more practical than anything I've ever suggested for you before. But I think part of the reason for myself personally, part of the reason why I struggle is I start to get less sunshine as summer closes and I need a sunshine. I need vitamin D in the natural way. Now, if you work in an office all day, this might be hard, but if you can go outside, even on your lunch break, even for 15 minutes and just get a little sunshine, just get a little bit of outdoor time. I mean, in here in Texas, it's like a billion degrees until Halloween anyway, (laughs) but it's amazing, my friend, how just getting a little outside sunshine can turn my mood around. And I think that's part of my problem is I feel like, oh, okay, routine's starting again. I'm not going to get to be outside as much. I'm not going to get sunshine as much as I used to. And I feel that physically. So if you're like me, make an effort to keep getting outside. And then also, my friends, stay in the word. That one probably should have been number one instead of number two. But as you start a new routine this fall, make sure that Bible reading is part of it. Make sure that you're spending time every morning in prayer, asking God to help you with these areas that you struggle, asking God to help you to lay down these idols. So I use the Bible app. I read it in bed every single morning. I'm doing a Bible in a year plan that I absolutely love. And the Bible app recently added 
a prayer tab. It's on the homepage and it will lead you through prayers and then give you the opportunity to write notes about specific things that you're praying for and to keep it private. And I found this to be super helpful. It's just a great way to make me pause and pray. They normally have some scripture as they kind of guide you into a prayer time with some scripture reading. And it's just really great. If that's not part of your habit already, summer's ending, but fall can be refreshing if you make sure that this is a daily habit for you. I promise you, you will get so much more out of spending time on the Bible app than you will spending time on Instagram or Facebook, especially if you have the end of summer blues, especially if you struggle with chronic disappointment, because let me tell you, seeing those other people go to Disney World after the crowds die or get the cheap cruise because school started again, whatever the case may be, your friends are going to go do something fabulous and you're going to be back to school routine and you're going to feel it a little bit. So stay in the Bible app instead of on Instagram and that will help you keep your mood preserved. Finally, lastly, hey, I'm starting group coaching really soon. I don't know if there's any spots left, my friend, but these issues are all related to body image issues. It all goes together. It's all part of that struggle with the ideal life and the ideal me and disappointment. And there's a cure for that. It's not like a simple flip of a switch, like I'm going to help you just like overnight, you're going to feel completely different. But it's a process. And I believe that if this is an area where you really get bogged down, I know I can help you make a difference where you don't feel the CDD, the chronic disappointment disorder anymore. I know my life has completely changed on the CDD front, even though I do feel a bit of the end of summer blues. Honestly, my friends, my birthday is at the end of summer. It's the end of July. And it sometimes feels like, I don't know, that's like the capstone of my summer depression because I feel like, oh, once my birthday comes, it's all back to school and no more fun for me. And that has made my birthday a miserable day many years. In fact, I think I shared this in another episode. Uh, When we would leave Florida after our vacation, I was the one crying in the car on the way to the airport. That's how deeply this has affected me over the years. But I will tell you, we went on vacation early this year, so we've been just home around all summer. I'm trying to finish two new books this summer, and... I did okay on my birthday. I wasn't overly disappointed. I didn't succumb to that deep, dark, woe is me that I have fallen into years before because things didn't look or go as planned. So I share all that to say there is hope. It doesn't always have to be this way. Even if it's been this way for you for decades and decades, there is hope that you can find your way out of chronic disappointment disorder, that you can stop comparing and that you can really start living. I hope something today has encouraged you, my friend. Maybe you're like, yay, it's the end of summer. I don't know why anyone would be upset about that. I want summer to be done. I am ready for routine and school. And if that's you, I get you too. (laughs) But if this resonated with you, hey, let me know. Drop me a message, heather at comparedwho.me. I love connecting with my listeners. And hey, if you have a topic idea for a show, shoot that over to me too. 
I would love to tackle your questions, your challenges on this podcast. Well, again, thank you for listening. And I pray that your end of summer is spectacular and that you have a smooth transition into September and everything that fall holds for you and your family. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor? Leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. Not sure how to do it? You can go to comparetowho.me slash podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find all the information. And while you're at comparetowho.me, check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image, comparison, all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books, or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration. And I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. The Compare To Podcast is part of the Spark Media Network, now available on the Edify Podcast app. Grab the Edify app in your Google Play store or on the Apple Podcast app. You will be so glad you did. Hey, friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the start here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. Hello, hello, Quinice Petway here, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. Are you someone who loves to take a deep dive into God's word one verse at a time to explore his will for your life and desire to draw closer to him? If that sounds like you, I'd love to invite you to head over to lifeaudio.com and search your daily Bible verse to tune in and subscribe for daily inspiration, life application, and spiritual transformation through the in-depth exploration of God's Word.